signals for the Baltimore Colts. Unitas gives to Amici. The Colts are the world champions. Amici scores. That's amazing. Sensational. Dramatic. Heart-rending. Exciting. Thrilling finish in the history of college football. California has won the big game. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. This is Phil Steele. This is Mike Burnham. This is West Durham. This is Mike Ashley. Woo, mercy. This is handsome Jimmy Vance, the boogie-woogie man. Hey, guys. I'm ESPN's Marty Smith, and you're listening to Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready to rock? The Doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460. Simulcasting on 710 WFNR. Streaming online at WRADradio.com and the tune-in app for your phone. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Now your host, Rick Watson. Rick Watson. Look here. Did you ever hear the one about last year? After what we unfortunately had to witness last night in the AFC Championship game, that a song called A Conspiracy might be apt. Hope your Monday is going to be great today. And I hope you had a decent weekend. Well, more than that, I hope you had a really good weekend. Marva joins us at 7.05 today. Tim Thomas at 8.35 from the Tech Lunch Pail. We'd like to hear from you on the Baker Team Hotline, 639-4900. I've already heard from people on the text line at 744-2990. As we... Decipher the mess that is the officiating in the NFL, and it's something you never want to talk about. But when the number one trending hashtag on Twitter is NFL rigged, well, you got a problem, even though the NFL will completely ignore last night. And, of course, the media will probably let it fade out today. The ones that are in bed with the league, of course, they have their bread buttered by being partners with the league, especially the dreaded self-proclaimed worldwide leader. They won't talk about it much because they can't afford to. So you're not going to get an honest debate about what happened. But you had two eyes. And I'm sorry. And and this is me who I've always hated and I've always given people a hard time about when they look at 
events and sports, and I know there's horrible officiating. I talk about it all the time. We'll get into that as well because what we're seeing, throw out whether or not the game was fixed last night or not for a second, but what we're seeing is what I've been talking about for the last several weeks. Officiating across the board in all sports is at an all-time low, an all-time low. When officials are getting paid more money than ever, their performance continues to decline almost on a nightly basis. And last night in the NFL, AFC Championship game, the reaction, other than if you're in Kansas City or if you're a Chiefs fan, right? I mean, 90% of Twitter thinks the game was rigged. 90% at least. I mean, I'm looking at, and we're not talking just regular fans like me and you. I mean, there's people that have the dreaded blue check mark that cover the league that don't necessarily feel like they have to always massage the league's backs that are bringing this up. Will it be addressed? No, probably not. Will anyone talk about it within the uh, NFL offices? We will never know. Ron Tolbert, the referee, many people are calling for his job. He's always centered around some controversial plays. And I'm not even really talking about the last play, the illegal hit out of bounds on Mahomes. There's so many things that led up to it. But the thing that got me going, and really, most of the time I can chalk it up to just being absorbed with how horrible the officials are in these games, right? They're bad as opposed to games being fixed. But last night, when they gave the Chiefs the fifth down, a la the Colorado football game, Colorado-Nebraska football game. Then I started to tell, ask myself, wait a minute, what is going on here? <laughs> what is going on here? And you're looking at a lot of former NFL players that are also chiming in on Twitter. I mean, this is a problem for the league. And I have people who have already sent in text messages that are telling me they're not going to watch the Super Bowl. I get it. You know, I'm, it's, 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 it is one of those deals where it's a big mess. It won't be addressed. And, of course, there are going to be people go, oh, that's just crazy talk. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> Come on. But. Clearly, when you get this kind of reaction, it's not just a group of people. It's not just Bengals fans. We're talking about people who didn't have a dog in the fight. I didn't. I just wanted to see great games yesterday. We didn't get that. NFC game was horrible. Once uh, Purdy got hurt for San Francisco and then shot Johnson. I mean, both quarterbacks got hurt. Game was over. It wasn't even competitive. And then last night, we had a great game going, and then fourth quarter came. And when they gave the Chiefs the extra down, I, I kind of scratched my head. And then they missed a blatant block in the back on that punt return at the end for the Chiefs. And then on the Mahomes scramble that led to the hit out of bounds on the Bengals, there was such a blatant hole right in front of the referee. It wasn't called that you just you go back and you look at these things and you just <sighs> – the league is that arrogant, though, because they're such a billion-dollar corporation. Right? 
I mean, how can the NFL continue to ignore this ongoing problem? I don't, I don't know. They just hope it's going to blow over. They know there are big events coming up. Do I think they wanted Patrick Mahomes back in, his, in the Super Bowl? Sure I do. Sure I do. Did they want the whole Andy Reid going back up against his former team in the Super Bowl? Absolutely they do. Do they want to have the just what's going to be nauseating diatribe of the Kelsey brothers going back-to-back in the Super Bowl, playing one another? Oh, of course they do. Of course they do. But it's hard to even break down the game after that. It's overwhelming, all the things that happened that weren't called and then that were called. We'll get your thoughts on I'd like to hear from you and see what you think. And here's the question you ask. A multi-billion dollar league, they're going to clear about $20 billion this year. Roger Goodell clearly isn't capable of providing any kind of real leadership. All he does is kowtow to the money and the owners, so he's not going to do anything. The league will instruct its media partners, I'm sure, to shy away from talking about this. But in your mind today, as you walk around in 2023, given what we see with how the current media covers things, depending on their political sightings, right? Let's just say it the way it is, and their agendas. Do you believe a league like the NFL can choreograph its games especially now that they're in bed with Vegas and all these betting sites and not be called out. What do you think? 639-4900. Text line 744-2990. Horrible. Just horrible. And again, this isn't saying that, you know, the Chiefs in the Bengals game – one team was clearly better than the other because they're not. They're the same. They were even. They were a very, very even team. But it was pretty clear that the officiating, especially in the fourth quarter, really swayed the game in Kansas City's favor. Cincinnati was going up against a whole lot. A whole lot. And look, I'm not even complaining about the hit on Mahomes. It was close, but to me, that one wasn't one where it was so egregious. That was just a stupid play by the linebacker. And that's not even the one that I'm focused on, but there were three others that I'm focused on. One, the fifth down, the block in the back that was blatantly missed on the punt return that got him out toward the 50, and then the hold and then takedown on that Mahomes scramble that led to the flag that ended up winning the game for them. And again, the league will not, I'm sure, address it. Uh, but Ron Tolbert, the referee, has been around anyway. I believe he was the ref for that Rams-Saints game. But it is uh, something that I'm sure will fade out within 24, 48 hours. And now we're going to see the NFL put on its PR spin and give us this nauseating hype 
for the next two weeks while ignoring what happened to get us to this point. So we'll get your thoughts on it. With all this going around, it's hard for me to even want to talk about this game. You know, it really is. Really is. I mean, just just terrible. And then the first game was bad because the quarterback got hurt, and then the Eagles just destroyed the the 49ers. It wasn't it wasn't even watchable, right? I mean, at one point they were talking about having Christian McCaffrey line up behind center because the emergency quarterback. Right? And then you go into the night game, and you don't have a lot of hope, right? I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Wanted a good football weekend. AFC Championship game started out slowly, and then it got really good in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter came, and then this when all this started to happen. And to me, it's, it's overriding the game itself. But I don't – the fifth down play, and, and it's just – it was just one of those moments where you just sit there and it's just so surreal, you don't really know what you're watching at that point. And I understand, you know. Chiefs fans are going to ignore it. And a lot of fans will try to write it off and say, oh, they couldn't do that. You're just – I don't have I don't care. Yeah, I'm a Broncos fan. Chiefs are a rival. I mean, I'm not sitting here talking today because my team lost. I'm just watching with two eyes. A guy who's watched the NFL for a long, long time. Here's what Tolbert said, by the way. He was asked by a pool reporter. Can you explain the ruling? led to the replayed third down. In the previous play, there was an incomplete pass. We spotted the ball, but the line judge came in and re-spotted the ball because the spot was wrong. We reset the play clock, and the game clock started running. It should not have started running because there was an incomplete pass on the previous play. The field judge noticed that the game clock was running. He was coming in to shut the play down so we could get the clock fixed, but the play was run anyway. After the play was over, he came in and we discussed that he was trying to shut the play down before the ball had been snapped. So we reset the game clock back to where it was before that snap and replayed third down. Question, what are the normal protocols when a play can't be stopped in time and the play does get off, especially if it appeared that it did not affect the play? If we were trying to shut the play down and we couldn't, we would shut it down and go back to replay the down. And then walk us through the intentional grounding play in the fourth quarter that led to the intentional grounding being called against Joe Burrow. The quarterback was under duress, in danger of being sacked, and threw the ball into the ground. There was no eligible receiver in the area, although Samaj Pirine was pretty close. So again, you're going to have these excuses, and you're going to have the way they look at it. And the problem is, even if you don't believe the game was fixed, or rigged, or whatever. Every controversial call or no call went in the favor of one team. And what this really goes back to is a failing of the officials who were there to police the game, right? The non-holding calls, the block in the back, it all favored one team. And there's no way that part can be denied. Now, 
whether you want to be a conspiracy theorist and, and say the game was rigged or not, that's a different matter. But the bottom line is there were a lot of things that favored the Chiefs. And the NFL benefits more greatly, let's just say it the way it is, because Joey Burrow, though he's a great quarterback, he's not going to be the draw that Patrick Mahomes is and what the media and these bozos like Tony Romo, by the way, who has really regressed into someone that I cannot even listen to anymore. Build him up to be every time he takes the field. As if no one has ever played the game like Patrick Mahomes. It's absolutely disgusting. I mean, it really is. Chris Collinsworth, Tony Romo should open up a dating hotline service dedicated to Patrick Mahomes. But in any event, however you feel about it, it's your opinion. I've given mine. And I'll just say for the first time in all my years of fandom and watching games, that whole fifth down scenario and then watching the things that weren't called in the end. Again, separate from the illegal hit out of bounds because I really didn't have as much of a problem with that one because it looked like to me that was fairly legitimate. Now I'm telling you, man, the NFL has dug themselves a hole here, but... They'll ignore it. Look the other way, right? We'll be back. We're just getting started for another week. We've got a lot of hoops from the weekend to talk about as well. Don't go away. We spotted the ocean at the head of the trail. Where are we going? So far away. 28 minutes past the hour. Andy writes in, you know, they will find the players for wearing the wrong color socks or cleats, but yet this will go unchecked. Andy listening in Roanoke. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, that's true. They do. They do. Remember the year that the Saints were playing on Christmas Day and Alvin Kamara wanted to wear Christmas shoes, cleats, so he had green and red Christmas cleats that he wore just for, you know, the season? And they find him like twenty grand or something like that. But yet you have <laughs> this ineptitude from Ron Tolbert and his crew, yet it will be completely ignored and swept under the rug and nobody will say a thing. Heck, he'll be rewarded with more playoff games, I'm sure, next year. And you know, this just capped off what unfortunately was a highlight of utter ineptitude by officials. You go back to the NBA with the Celtics-Lakers game. And look, I'm no big LeBron James fan. All right? But he got absolutely hammered at the end of the game going up for the layup. He went ballistic. People were criticizing him for doing that. As I know, he's gotten a lot of calls. He walks basically 75% of the time when he drives to the goal. But that was such a blatant foul to the point, by the way, which we're going to get into. The NBA released a statement about missing that call on LeBron. We'll talk about that. And then, of course, I just caught a college basketball game in the Big South on Saturday down at USC Upstate where we had 44 fouls called in the game. And at one point, there were five fouls called within a 20-second game span three of which were away from the ball 
It's out of control. It really is. But the thing about it, everybody who either hires these folks or runs these leagues just simply looks the other way. We'll be back. News is next here in Hour 1. minutes to the top of the hour. We'd like to hear from you, 639-4900-744-2990. Again, after your championship weekend, you shouldn't be having to deal with everyone thinking your league is fixed. That's what the case is throughout much of the NFL fandom. Hard to be ignored what happened at the expense of the Bengals. Fourth quarter in particular. There were people who were angry at the officiating in the first game, too. 49ers got flagged a lot. But that game was over when they lost their quarterbacks. I don't think the officiating necessarily caused that game to go one way or the other. They were just so hamstrung they couldn't play. Although they did have the punt that the Eagles actually kicked that clearly hit their remote TV camera line, and then they claim they couldn't get an angle on it because the kick looked like it was going to be a booming 60-yarder and it got high in the air. All of a sudden, it caroms off to the left and goes out of bounds <laughs> at about the 45. Yeah, that's natural. And then they claimed everybody was pointing immediately on the Eagles' sideline. They, they ignored it. Nope, didn't have an angle. Sorry. But even though it's disgusting and it shouldn't happen, let's see how the NBA went about. You know, this is a league, by the way, that is the first, to my knowledge, that actually had officials tied into fixing games. If you remember Tim Donahue, was that right? Was that the official? With his gambling ties? Got convicted of fixing games? And really, it set the NBA just in a, a downward spiral for a while. Well, it is the poorest officiated league, or at least I used to think so. Now I think it's the NFL. It's hard to watch an NBA game because the officiating is so horrible. But here is how the NBA officials union responded to the horrible no-call on LeBron at the end of the Celtics game. Like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and it's gut-wrenching for us. This will weigh heavily on us, and trust me, we'll call sleepless nights if we strive to be the best officials we can be. Okay, whatever. I'm glad they issued an acknowledgement and apology. That's more that will happen with the NFL, in all likelihood. Anthony Davis said, look, we got cheated. It's unacceptable. They'll apologize, maybe. They'll issue their two-minute report at the end like they do. We won't look at it. We don't care. Everybody saw it. And you just have to swallow hard and move on, right, if you're these players, if you're the fans. But the problem is this. When what we're seeing isn't digested as being legitimate any longer, then it might as well be the WWE. Right? That's the problem. 
And the NFL will get away with this because they always do. <laughs> it's the NFL. They are absolutely the quintessential king of sport in this country. But you have a lot of people that are looking at this situation and wondering. Marva's going to join us. Yeah, she's right, too. You know, you had the no-catch early. The no-catch early in that first drive, by the way, Kyle Shanahan, and I don't know what happens to him in the postseason, but all of a sudden he forgets how to manage a game. And that was uh, Donta Smith made a great one-handed catch on a fourth down. Instant replay clearly showed that the ball hit the ground. They missed that call, but that was one that wasn't challenged by Cal Shanahan. It would have been reversed, and the 49ers would have taken over. Right? Everybody saw that play. It was a great catch. Yeah, kind of catch. Not really catch. Great effort by Smith. So, it is probably in some way some way, um, going to be acknowledged throughout the day today. Maybe the NFL does something, but I doubt it. They're such a egocentric. It's like being in a relationship with someone who wants to control you, right? They don't want to admit their mistakes. They never do anything wrong. Never apologize. That's the way the NFL feels like it has over the sports world and its fans. The relationship to where, hey, you're going to come back to us. We're the NFL. We make $20 billion a year. We have the highest TV ratings. 92 out of 100 television shows are NFL games. We don't have to apologize. You're going to come back in two weeks, and you're going to watch our Super Bowl. You know you will. You still want to go out with me? We had a great time the other night, right? You want to give all that up? <laughs> right? That's kind of the NFL's relationship with its fans. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. And I get it. And boy, if you're a Bengals fan, I really feel bad for you. I know a few of you. It's got to be tough to digest. It really does. NBA, and then I saw it on Saturday, and it was just... And this wasn't a one-way game against Radford. In other words, it wasn't, I'm sitting here talking about this because Radford was getting bad calls. No, no. This was... (laughs) The teams were not allowed to play the game of basketball. In that game. Now, Radford ended up winning. Brian Antoine hit a shot at the end, and they won the game. But I felt really bad for the kids on both teams, for Radford and USC Upstate. Like I mentioned, in the span of 20 seconds, there was a segment of that game in the first half where there were five calls made in 20 seconds. Four were fouls, and one was a horrible uh, the official – uh, Owen Lucky 
use the basketball rule of coming out of bounds and then touching the ball like a football rule. Like you can't be the first person to touch the ball in football, right? If you've been out of bounds, you can't be the first person to touch it. It's illegal touching. Well, we had a situation like that where a Radford player came back in bounds when the ball was rolling out of bounds, but he'd already established himself, reached down and picked up the ball, and he started doing the point over and back as if you can't do that, which is not a rule in basketball. But 44 fouls, I believe there were 12 players with at least three fouls as the game went on. It was terrible. It was just terrible. And that's not what it's supposed to be. That's not doing your job as an officiating crew. Yeah, it was. Bob says it must have been a long game. Yeah, it was well over two hours. I mean, it was about two hours and 15 minutes or so. College basketball games are usually done under two hours, right under two hours, minute 50, something like, or hour 50. But again, it's a situation where the coaches will be complained, they'll send in their review, and nothing will be done. Nothing is ever done. You still have leagues that will fine anybody for talking about the officials. Like, nobody for the Lakers should be fined about being upset about that missed call because it was so blatant. At least the announcers in the NBA game, because it was on when I got home from the game on Saturday, at least they were talking about what a horrible, egregious non-call it was. And they called out the officials on the air. That I appreciated. Jim Nance and Tony Romo, absolutely embarrassing yesterday. I don't know what in the holy hell has happened to Tony Romo, but you can make the argument that he is now the absolute worst, quote, analyst on NFL games. He's getting $18 million a year to just scream. It's just and miss his predictions. You know, the thing that made him so unique at the beginning, he was able to decipher a formation and say, this is what I think they might do here. This is what we used to do. And then, boom, it would happen. So he immediately got off and running. But he was so bad yesterday. You can tell, by the way, you can tell, I know, as a play-by-play guy, Jim Nance was about done with Tony Romo yesterday. You could hear it in his interaction and his voice. It's like they were calling two different games. Now, they're both going to be shills for the NFL because the networks aren't going to sit there and, 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 and say the things that need to be said, although they should have. But Romo missing things like when the Bengals went for it on the fourth and sixth. Well, they're just going to line up here. They're not going to snap the ball. Snap, boom. Jamar Chase, seam route, 39 yards. He missed so many of his predictions. He was so late. In reacting, to th- he was just really bad yesterday. Really bad. And he's getting paid nearly $20 million a year. Greg Olson, wonderful. Greg Olson, no nonsense. Dissecting formations and plays. I don't see any way they're just going to plug Tom Brady into the number one role on uh, Fox because Greg Olson has hit the ground running. Now, I hope it maintains itself with him. 
like it hasn't done with Romo, who's gotten worse and worse over the last couple, three years. But this year, he has been just, I mean, unlistenable. But Greg Olson, former uh, Panthers tight end, really, really good. Really good. Because all he wants to do is just try to expand your knowledge as a fan. You can tell by the way he goes about it. I don't know what Romo's doing anymore. It's just, it's just so bad. So, so bad. But there's a bad taste in the mouths of a lot of football fans today. A lot. A whole lot. And the Super Bowl was on Fox. Thank goodness that we get <laughs> Greg Olson and not Romo or Chris Collinsworth to call Patrick Mahomes' game. Oh, thank goodness. If you care, Philly opens up two-point favorites in that game. And right now, I really don't care. I've gotten two texts, and here's another text. Tom goes, how badly do you think the NFL wanted the whole Andy Reid taking on his former team as well? Yeah. Thanks, Tom. That's the second text I've gotten. As a matter of fact, there were graphics already released about all that. And the Kelsey brothers. Patrick Mahomes defies his injury. I mean, it's like going into a WrestleMania event. You know, you have the... (laughs) You have the matches that lead up to the big confrontations they're going to highlight or some kind of controversy the week before or a couple weeks before on Raw. And then you get into the main event, right, or WrestleMania. At least there, there aren't any masks being put on. There aren't any attempts to be anything other than what it is, which is entertainment. Is the NFL just now admitting that it's just going to be entertainment going forward? Is that what we're doing? So I don't know. I don't know. It is um, It's disturbing, to say the least. Very disturbing. But we will see what happens today. Will any of those just god-awful talking head shows on ESPN address this at all? Likely not. Likely not. Because, you know, they are in bed with the league. The league frowns on anyone coming forward and saying much. Right? Or anything. How dare they? So, in any event, Bengals fan, I'm sorry for you especially, most of the people complaining that I'm reading are either people who cover the sport in some way or didn't really have a dog in the fight. That's what I'm saying. These aren't people that really cared one way or the other. They're just looking and watching the game, and they get this vibe. And that's just an ultimate failure of your officials. Even if you throw out being rigged or if there was a slant toward the Chiefs, you know what the bottom line is? Bottom line is the officiating is so bad that this is something that's being talked about. That's the best they could do in the championship games? How all those officials could miss looking up and seeing that one punt in the Eagles game clearly hit that camera wire? <laughs> you know, because balls that are 
going off the toe that are reaching their apex, are still on the way up, all of a sudden deflect out of bounds. Happens all the time. Well, we didn't have a good angle. To a man, everybody on the Eagles sideline pointing up at the line. Nope, sorry. Didn't see it. Didn't happen. (laughs) It's just... But, again, even if they don't want to address the fixing part or if there was a slant, I tell you what, this is what happens when you don't address how horrible your officials are and you don't make them full-time employees when you're a $20 billion a year profit league. How has this league not done something to give incentive for officials to make it a full-time job so you can at least show that you're listening to the fans and you're watching yourself and I'm sure that the, at some point, the NFL Players Association would have to maybe also use this in its negotiating ploy the next time there's any kind of contract, right? What are you going to do about making sure that our side doesn't constantly get railroaded by your inept officials? Right? I mean, that's where we're going with this thing. And we'll see if something actually happens. I'm going to guess nothing will happen. We won't hear anything from Roger Goodell. There might be a release from the guy who's in charge of the officiating, and I'm sure it won't do anything to placate anybody. And then, by the time we're into Tuesday, they will focus on all these wonderful side stories for the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. Wrapping up Hour 1. We still haven't gotten into the basketball weekend in terms of game results. Tech, Radford men, big wins. Tech women get a win against UVA yesterday. Radford women win. Marva leading off hour two. We'll be back. We've heard the other guys. Frankly, we've heard enough. Now shut that door and get the hell out of here. The grown-ups are talking, so sit down and listen. Yeah, that's right. Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson returns next on the WRAD Talk Network. Wrapping up uh, hour number one. Jerry listening in Max Meadows said, to your point, one way or the other, whether you believe the games were fixed He says, I particularly don't, but I do believe the NFL has a major officiating problem. Either way, you've opened yourself up to this if you're the NFL. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, right. Even if you put aside the theories that last night's game was directed for a Chiefs win, there's clear evidence on the replays that people have highlighted on Twitter. It's the number one trend on Twitter, NFL rig. Hashtag NFL Rick. That's going to be tough for the league to ignore if it continues. It's going to be very tough for the dreaded talking heads on television to ignore and just talk about this matchup coming up and continue to throw all these accolades at Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, it's going to be hard to have that kind of take given what's really going on. Take the pulse of what's going on around you. But yes, that's, that's a good take by Jerry. I agree. Throw aside the conspiracy theories. It's still a horrible look for the league. Much like the NBA who said, look, we, we sucked. That was horrible. We can't have that. 
So even though it's an empty apology, at least they acknowledge that they missed it. The NFL won't do that. Ms. Marva, back with us this week from Miami. We'll get her take on all this mess. She's the level-headed one on this show. In honor of all those we...